It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights fall to the San Jose Sharks 5-2, the final score. Vegas dropping consecutive games for the first time this season. To help us make sense of this one, we go back up to the radio booth bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, it's pretty simple here in the third period for the Golden Knights. Have an opportunity on the power play. Don't convert. Really don't set up. Take a penalty immediately thereafter. And then the Sharks power play finds a way. Special teams, a bit of the story in this one. Yeah. And unlike power plays for the Golden Knights, which maybe weren't productive but still impressive, they didn't look very good on the power play today. Yeah. And they just, and even with the six on five late, when they had offensive zone possessions, the Sharks had them all sorts of bottled up. And you want to give credit to David Quinn and the Sharks, the guys who have done it. And you've got some veterans back there with Vlasic and Carlson. Plus you throw in Mario Ferraro, Matt Benning. Um, you know, Jacob Megna's established himself this year. He's played basically four times as many minor league games as he has NHL games. Plus, he got Nick Chichek at his NHL debut today. So it's a group there for the Sharks that managed to make the Knights look unsure of themselves at times. And I'm not sure if that's, you know, the Knights doing something to themselves, if it's a mindset thing there, or if it's something that the Sharks did to clog up the Knights' opportunities. It just did not look as threatening as it normally does on special teams with the power play. And maybe that's because they haven't had a power play opportunity in a couple of games. But uh, still, it just uh, was not, uh, as to use William Carlson's word, as dangerous as you might have expected. You know, you also kind of look at this game as, as a whole, and specifically in the third period, there were a couple of instances where the Golden Knights' fourth line didn't get pucks in deep, uh, a little bit losing sight of their identity. And, and you, you kind of also had moments where Jack Eichel, Chandler Stevenson, just seemed out of sync. Was it one of those nights where uh, you get a little bit caught up, maybe things aren't going your way, and you try to do a little bit too much? Yeah, you, you point things out that came to mind for me as well, Ryan. There, you know, it's, it's hard to know what the right way to handle the schedule is, but, you know, the team had a morning skate today. They had yesterday off having practiced uh, the day before. And, you know, you play Saturday. You know, sometimes, you know, you think, okay, play Saturday, then have Sunday off, practice on Monday, mm-hmm. morning skate on Tuesday. Maybe an optional today. But, you know, Bruce Cassidy decided to go the other way around. And, by the way, they do consult with the players on these things. So, who knows? Maybe, you know, you'll never know. But maybe next time in a similar situation, we'll try it the other way around and have a day off first rather than a practice and then a day off. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it, it, like there were stretches where they were fine today. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're like the, <laughs> it's just, you know, the, the Sharks had them pegged pretty well. I mean, that they... I wonder how much they went to school on the previous tape from when the Knights visited San Jose, which, by the way, remember, the Sharks had a lead in that game, 2-1 to one going to the third period. The Knights needed to rally to win it. So um, I wonder if there's something more there. These teams will meet two more times this year. <laughs> Is there 
maybe more of a growing concern, and, and I don't know that there needs to be much of a concern or any panic or anything like that, but more concern over the goals against right now for the Vegas Golden Knights, and it's conflated, obviously, with the empty net goals, uh, but it is another game in which the Golden Knights have allowed three or more goals, uh, or maybe the lack of production recently for Vegas. Yeah, they... Uh, you know, it just seems to happen at the same time that yeah. the goal production goes down and the goals allowed has itched up. Uh, coming into the day, overall numbers for the season, still second best goals against average in the league. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, fourth best goals per game. And, uh, yeah, just the last couple, that they've only managed to score two. They have often managed to uh, follow up one goal with another and the momentum has been garnered it's been a theme for this franchise through the years and it had been a theme through a good chunk of that winning streak and uh, for whatever reason against the blues and again here today they couldn't get that engine to turn over to grab the momentum and and roll it into the opponent the other team managed to grab momentum and that's a little bit odd to to think about because of bruce cassidy pointed it out on the pregame show today the terrific crowd uh, here at T-Mobile Arena. You come back home after a long trip, and, um, you know, it, it, it sort of defies logic that that would happen, but um, the crowd often does provide momentum for the home team, but the Knights just haven't managed to seize it. Sometimes visiting clubs thrive on quieting uh, the home crowd, so maybe that had been the case for the Blues and maybe for the Sharks here today. All right, Dan, any final thoughts on this game before we turn the page and look ahead to Arizona? Yeah, there will be some conversation, I'm sure, about what the lineup will look like against the Coyotes in a couple of days. It's been a very consistent lineup. Um, you wonder, you know, with the way things have gone here, consecutive losses, is that enough for Bruce Cassidy to tinker a bit? Um, he, again, talked about it on the pregame show. If you missed it, it's on our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash Vegas Golden Knights. You could hear him saying, well, I, I, you know, it's not like the coaches go to sleep at night thinking about ways we can screw around with the lineup. <laughs> so, so we'll we'll see if um, you know he's if he um, decide. I'm sure he'll think about it. But the question will be: Do we see anything um, new or anything tweaked going into the game against the Coyotes, who uh, are perhaps better than uh, we thought? You know, the record at least. But uh, you would expect the Knights to have the upper hand against the Coyotes, but then again, the Knights should have had the upper hand here against the Sharks and probably the Blues, too, the other day. All right, Dan, as always, great job tonight on the call. We will chat on Thursday. Have a great rest of your night. Great. Thanks, Ryan. Good night. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 5-2 loss to the San Jose Sharks. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show, the Vegas Golden Knights fall to the San Jose Sharks 5-2, the final score in this one. Really, it was a 3-2 game, a couple of empty net goals at the end make it look a little bit worse for the Vegas Golden Knights. But for the first time this season, Vegas drops two consecutively. Let's hear from Bruce Cassidy as he addresses the media. Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Bruce, could you just kind of walk us through what you saw on their second goal? Uh, 
face-off win. Uh, we rimmed the puck, maybe had an opportunity to skate. Lost the battle on the wall, didn't get the puck out. A couple of guys left early. But we recovered, and then one of the D just um, abandoned the front of the net. Bad read, left the front of the net open, and they make a play. We don't get the save. and So there's basically the net front coverage cost us, which cost us on every goal they scored, right? We, we didn't do a good enough job there. Ken? Ken Bolke, Sinman, Nut Vegas. Marshall so said that their power play won the game, your power play lost the game. Do you agree with that? No, I don't. No, I don't. Owen? Owen Krebs, Vegas Hockey Now. I'm just curious your thoughts on Brett Howden. So far this season, you moved him around and put him on center. I just wanted to know what you think he's been doing, the good and bad this season. Uh, he's moved around, played left wing and center. Uh, his compete has been good. His um, willingness to learn the, you know, how we're playing has been good. Uh, good pace to his game. He just hasn't finished well, right? The offensive part of it is still a work in progress. So we're willing to work with him on that. Um, you know, and, and, you know, try to build his confidence up, et cetera. But we need some secondary scoring, but that's not the primary reason he's here. You know, he's here to, to contribute in a lot of different ways. And that would be one of them for sure. We, we would, you know, like a little bit more, but at the end of the day, it's effort, it's uh, check well, kill penalties. He's not on the power play as part of the penalty kill. Uh, give us some energy, whatever, wherever position you're playing. And for the most part, he's done that. So hopefully for his sake, he chips in some goals as a young player. That's usually something that's in the back of their mind and uh, would help him. Jesse Granger with The Athletic. Um, seemed like the breakouts were pretty clean in the first period. What did you see different? What did you think changed um, as the game went on? Yeah, I thought we were ready to play. First period was good. Um, limit them. We had some good looks. Got a goal late, um, and then uh, the second was a little bit of both. Like we need to be better in in, in that period, but teams are going to have a push, especially a road team. Usually they're hoping to get through the first. So but it was the third period breakdowns that, and power play to answer your question was part of it, but it wasn't. To me, it's not the reason. Our special teams in general uh, let us down late. Uh, those are a lot of your top guys are on that. You need a timely goal, timely save. Uh, but I, I thought the second goal gave them life, and that should never happen. If you're a good hockey club, take care of business in front of your net early in the period. Uh, that's just a bad goal to give up. Chris. Hey, Coach. Chris Golick, Locked on Vegas Golden Knights. Can you assess the team's performance to date, specifically in the second period? Today? Today, like overall for the season so far. Well, our, our record indicates we're a very good team, and I believe that. Um, I just walked off the bench 10 minutes ago. I'm pretty unhappy that we let a, a third-period lead get away. Good teams do not do that. I thought you got to give San Jose credit, but some of that was on us, how we defended. I'll even look at the first goal. We got away from the front of the net when you know we should have been better there. The power play goal that they scored, same thing. So if you don't win the slot battle in this league, you better be really, really damn good off the rush and on the power play. And we lost the slot battle, and we pride ourselves in that. And to date this year, we've done a good job with that. And that's why our record is 13-4. and four. We lose a game tonight because we didn't do a good job with that. It should have been 14-3 and three if we take care of business there tonight. But uh, all in all, uh, I like where the team's at. But I got a bad taste in my mouth right now because <laughs> I live in the moment. I'm a coach. And we'll go back to work tomorrow to correct it. Thank you, Bruce. Yep. Back Thank to you. work tomorrow, 1130 at City National Arena. Thanks, guys.
That was Bruce Cassidy as he addressed the media after tonight's game to the San Jose Sharks. And a couple of things that, that right off the bat kind of stuck out to me. Uh, obviously, Bruce is emotional about this one. He, he just said it right there. He lives in the moment. He's a coach, right? But you go into a third period, and, and you're a team that really builds your identity, as the Vegas Golden Knights do, most Bruce Cassidy coach teams do, on your defensive structure, Right. And when you talk about the second goal for the San Jose Sharks, it's just kind of a breakdown after a breakdown after a breakdown for the Golden Knights. You have opportunities to clear the zone. You don't do it. Puck comes down the wall, and then you abandon the, the net front presence. All of a sudden, the puck comes out. You don't get that save from Logan Thompson. Those are breakdowns that don't happen if you're a good team. That's quote from Bruce Cassidy. You let a third-period lead get away. Good teams do not do that right now. So, uh you agree with the assessment. I agree with the assessment. I think that for the Golden Knights, you have an opportunity in this game. You've got a lead going into the third period. That's enough. It should be enough based on the pieces that Vegas has, the defensive structure that they play. If they're buttoned up like you'd want them to be in the third, I don't think that that second goal should happen if, if you're looking at it objectively. So for the Golden Knights, uh, some strong words from their head coach, Bruce Cassidy, after the loss tonight, but uh, not unwarranted in, in my estimation. When you look at how the Golden Knights were trying to get themselves back in the win column after a subpar outing against St. Louis, uh, this one was right in the wheelhouse for the Golden Knights to pull away two points. They just weren't able uh, to, to, to find a way to make those plays in the third period, and that is uncharacteristic for how the Golden Knights play. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Mark Stone took an Alec Martinez shot uh, somewhere. Uh, not exactly sure. Never saw a replay of it, but he was down on the ice. Took him a bit of time to get back to the bench, but did not miss a shift. So good to see the captain was able to get back out and help his team uh, as best he could in the third period. So, you know, you, you look at the Golden Knights still health on their side for the most part so far this season. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go all the way back to the first period. And the Golden Knights, I thought their first period was probably their best period of the game. Uh, they had tons of chances, tons of great looks. But James Reimer came up with save after save after save. That is until four seconds were left in the period and Jack Eichel opened the scoring. Loaded across, Eichel to Stevenson, up top, here is an extra pass, Eichel, he scores! From the sharp angle, deep left wing, tonight score with four seconds to go first period. Eichel's 10th of the season and his 20th point. The Knights take a 1-0 lead over San Jose in the dying seconds of the first period. 10th goal of the year for Jack Eichel, 400th career NHL point. The assist to Shea Theodore and Chandler Stevenson at 19.56 in the first period made it one to nothing Vegas. The Golden Knights would take a one nothing lead into the second period, and the Sharks got right back into the game as Luke Cunning scored his third goal of the year. Aaron tried to put the loose puck toward the goal. Instead, he knocked it behind. Now the crowd booing and groaning at the officials. Point shot, rebound, score! The first try was knocked down. It was loose at the side of the goal. Cunning put it home, and it's now a 1-1 tie. Luke Cunning's third of the year from Eric Carlson and Nico Sturm at 8.05 of the second period tied the game at one. Later on in the period, Jonathan Marceau would get a transition opportunity and ripped a perfect shot over the shoulder of James Reimer to give Vegas back the lead. Vegas comes in two on one. Marcheseau with Carlson. Marcheseau scores! Rings the crossbar. Jonathan Marcheseau. Vegas takes a two to one lead. 
Marcheseau's seventh of the year from Alex Petrangelo at 15:53. The second period made it two to one Vegas, and we would go to the third period. The Golden Knights up two to one on the score sheet, and the Sharks once again pushed the pace early in the period, forcing a breakdown in the Golden Knights structure. And Matt Nieto tied the game. Puck comes out in front, and the Sharks have scored. The feed from the left goal line. Nieto charging towards the crease, and it's a 2-2 tie. Matt Nieto's second of the year from Alexander Barabanov and Mark Edward Vlasic. Just one minute, three seconds into the third period, tied the game at two. The Golden Knights would continue to have some structural issues defensively, and Logan Thompson would be called on for our AAA insurance save of the game. Timo Meyer the other way for San Jose. Deep to the left. Hurdle shoots it over the cage. Off the glass. A weird loose puck in front. And a big stop. Thompson got a piece. He wasn't sure where the puck went after the carom. And he recovered just in time to make a glorious save. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So the game was tied 2-2, and after failing to convert on the power play, the Golden Knights would find themselves shorthanded on the ensuing Sharks power play. They'd find their first lead of the night as Timo Meyer scored a power play goal. Now Couture closes in, extra pass, they score! Timo Meyer set up by Logan Couture. Power play goal for the Sharks, 3-2 San Jose with 2.47 left in the third. Timo Meyers, eighth of the year from Logan Couture and Alexander Barabanov, 17-12 of the third period, made it 3-2 San Jose, again, a power play goal. The Golden Knights would pull Logan Thompson shortly after that, that, that go-ahead goal by the Sharks, and Logan Couture emptied, added him an empty net goal. Sharks the other way, shot into the empty net, and Stone fires the puck in frustration. San Jose has taken a 4-2 lead. Seventh goal of the year for Logan Couture from Tomas Hurdle and Eric Carlson at 18.09 of the third period made it 4-2 San Jose. The Golden Knights would once again pull Logan Thompson and the Sharks once again found another empty net goal, this time Mario Ferraro. Kessel to the right point and Petrangelo another empty net try. Score! The Sharks have added a second empty net goal. It's Mario Ferraro with his first goal of the year. And it's 5-2 San Jose. Mario Ferraro, 19-44 of the third period, made it 5-2 San Jose, and all that was left in this game was the final call. Pushing and shoving right down to the final horn. This one is over. The Sharks kept on coming back and finally take the lead. The Knights cannot score in the third period. And there it is, 5-2 the final. The San Jose Sharks defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas drops consecutive games for the first time this season. 13-4-0, just 26 points on the year for the Vegas Golden Knights. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights fall to the San Jose Sharks 5-2, the final score. A couple of empty net goals late in the period for San Jose. 
uh, make this one look a little bit worse than it actually was. Uh, really, in actuality, it was a 3-2 loss for the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, which would ironically or unironically be the, the only way the Golden Knights have lost this season. Um, you know, this one's an interesting game for me for a number of different reasons because it could have been one of those situations where the Golden Knights roll in the first period, they get out to a big lead, and all of a sudden things look and feel a little bit different. There were some really good looks for this team in the first. Jonathan Marcheseau had a great look backdoor. James Reimer comes up with a big save. Keegan Colasar had a wide-open net. Luke Cunning makes a desperation dive with his stick, gets the stick on the puck. The shot goes up and over the net. Those pucks go in for the Golden Knights when they're on their nine-game win streak. Like, that's really the, the reality of the situation. The Golden Knights on that streak got those bounces that they needed at key moments, pivotal moments within a game. Now, the power plays are another interesting one for me because I look at it as, and we talked about it in pregame show, I look at the, the, the power play as, does it continue to build momentum for you even if you don't score? And I would argue the first two power plays of the game for the Golden Knights start, went in that direction. They were moving the, the puck around pretty well. They were able to find some seams into the middle. And against a San Jose Sharks uh, penalty kill that is tops in the league, I thought Vegas was at least getting and generating enough chances to where it was dangerous and at least continuing to push momentum in the right direction. However... The last power play of the game for the Golden Knights was just not good. Like, There's no way to look at it any, any differently. They were having trouble getting into the offensive zone. Once they were in the offensive zone, the puck movement was not fast enough. They were getting challenged at every spot, and the San Jose Sharks really made it look easy. There was nothing going for the Vegas Golden Knights. Then, on the heels of that, you take a penalty. It's Riley Smith, your arguably best penalty killer in the box and it's a pivotal moment you kind of allow Logan Couture to dance into the middle of the ice he finds Timo Meyer at a better spot Logan Thompson unable to come up with the save it was kind of a calamity of errors for the Vegas Golden Knights but it was set up because their power play late in the third period just didn't generate much of anything and I feel like in that moment it's deflating especially when you've had looks you've had chances but the bounces just don't seem or aren't seeming to go your way uh, that to me was really the game now I agree with Bruce Cassie like I don't think it was a matter of the power play wins and uh, won the game for San Jose and lost the game for Vegas I think that it's a, a larger more encompassing look because special teams wasn't where it needed to be tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights but there were plenty of chances five on five there were plenty of chances for the Golden Knights in transition uh, to make this a very different game going into the third period uh, they just weren't able to convert. And I think right now for the Golden Knights, it's about finding that scoring touch again. Uh, certainly the, the one that they had on the, the five-game road trip because they were able to put the puck in the back of the net. They were able to cash in on the chances that they were handed. And make no mistake, San Jose gave Vegas plenty of opportunities tonight for the Golden Knights to open up a big lead, and it just never materialized. You let a team like San Jose hang around. They're a bit more plucky than they were at the beginning of the year. Uh, they, they're going to find a way to make it interesting, and they certainly did tonight. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. 
Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 5-2 to two, the final score. The San Jose Sharks defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. It's just the second time in 25 games that the San Jose Sharks have been able to beat the Vegas Golden Knights in regulation. Like, let that sink in for just a minute. Vegas now 19-2-4 all-time against San Jose in the regular season. But this one feels a little bit differently, and it's interesting because yesterday I put up a poll whether or not you still consider San Jose to be a rival of the Vegas Golden Knights, whether or not it's a legitimate rivalry or not. certainly doesn't have as much juice as it once did. However, that poll seemed to suggest that 75-ish percent of, of the population does not believe that this is much of a rivalry. However, if you were to jump in my mentions for just a moment right now on Twitter, I would say that some people were not being honest with themselves when they filled out that poll because it's it's I'm seeing a lot of really angry Golden Knights fans and that's totally fine. You should be angry when you lose to a team that you feel you shouldn't lose to. And that really is what I want to explore tonight uh, on the Extended Post Game Show. 702-876-1340 is the number. I, I want to find out, A, if you voted in the poll, and B, if you did, which direction you went and why it bothers you so much that this Golden Knights team lost to San Jose. Like, there's no free lunch in the NHL on a night-to-night basis. Even though the Golden Knights should beat this team, based on where Vegas is and where San Jose is, you have opportunities within every single game to have an upset. And, and to me, this one was an upset. I didn't view this at all, at all, as a trap game for the Vegas Golden Knights. Based on how they lost to San Jose, I thought they would be dialed in for 60 minutes. They weren't dialed in for 60 minutes. Good 20 minutes, good open. You know, first period for the Golden Knights was really, really good. Second period, back and forth. Like, it was one of those scenarios where I still think the Vegas Golden Knights were hemmed in too much in the second period. And then in the third, it was really uncharacteristic mistakes from the Vegas Golden Knights. Things you can fix, but it bothers you, I think, a little bit more because it wasn't fixed in a game against the Sharks. 702-876-1340 is the number. It's your post-game show. Let's head to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, I did not vote in the uh, poll, I, and I also did not think this was a trap game in any way, shape, or form. I, too, live in the moment, and the moment right now calls for a bit of disappointment, to say the least, but not tremendous alarm just yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you lose the Coyotes in 48 hours, now we got a panic button. Oh, I situation. I don't, I don't think we can push the panic button against Arizona at 13-5. and five. Well, I, I, okay. I mean, obviously, we're a very good team. We know we are. But I don't, I don't want to go to Alberta with three straight home losses. Let's put it that way. So, I mean, I, I'm with you there. I, just, I, I, I think that there would be concern. I just don't know that panic would be the direction I'd go. Well, not 18 games into the season. I've, I've been around too long to be talking that way. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. But let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's take a breath. Mm-hmm. What makes a San Jose team that's 6-9 and nine in the season so good on the penalty kill? Why are they so good at that? I Honestly, they, they pressure pucks. I, I think that that's kind of the only way that I would describe it. And watching them tonight, 
on the on the the penalty kill, they were they were pressuring every single puck carrier for the Vegas Golden Knights. I, I feel like the Golden Knights did not move pucks quickly enough, uh, and really they didn't they didn't get great zone entries on on uh, on the power play. So when you don't have the the perfect zone entry or a puck bobbles on you, and the Sharks are pressuring as much as they were, uh, they kind of close off those options really quickly. You don't have anywhere to go with the puck, and all of a sudden it's down uh, 200 feet from where you want to be. It's just bizarre that this rather mediocre team excels in this one particular area. It's kind of like Edmonton has the two best players in the game, arguably, but mm-hmm. doesn't win a cup. It's it's a very bizarre situation. Just one other thing. We introduced the new throw throwbacks today, whatever mm-hmm. they're called. Reverse retros. Double retros, right? Yeah, reverse retros. Re- reverse retros. Yep. And, and they're beautiful, and everybody loves them, and so on and so on. But we noticed, we looked at them very, very closely. We noticed 20 stars in the Vegas lettering. Do you know about that, and what does that stand for? You know what, I, I don't. I, I actually haven't seen one of, those, uh, one of those jerseys with kind of the full effect and lighting on, but I will, uh, I will track some information down. I'll have an update for you tomorrow on the Insider Show. How's that sound? Excellent. We'd love to know. Thanks a lot. All right. Fantastic stuff, Mike. Thanks for the call. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Ian? Oh, I'm good. So I voted that I do still think there's a rivalry, and I think mm-hmm. I've been pretty vocal about it the last few times it's been asked. And I feel like every time that it's been brought up, whether there's still a rivalry or not, we lose the next game against the Sharks. So you, um, you're telling at the end of last year. So you're telling me to stop putting that poll up? Then is is yes. that is that the direction yes. we're going here? Okay. I, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I I I'll I'll refrain from uh, from doing that the next time the Golden Knights and the Sharks play. Um. I. It, um. Yeah. It just is a rough game. Um. And I feel like it just a lot of things weren't going right, and mm. that in the end special teams, the combination of special teams kind of let you down. Mm-hmm. And part of that, I wonder, is if on that um, power play that San Jose ended up scoring on, is it was Riley Smith in the box for it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he's one of our best penalty killers, um, mm-hmm. as the record might show, with his three shorthanded goals. You know, it just it just stinks. I um, hate losing to the Sharks because I very much don't like the Sharks. But it happens, and all we can do is move forward. It's Teams are always in flux. You can't win everyone, and got to be ready for the next one. All right, Stephanie, thank you for the call. Uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I know that for a Golden Knights team that right now is 13-4-0, I would imagine they are not particularly happy, certainly with their last two games, St. Louis and here against San Jose. Uh, you have an opportunity to really, really bank some points early on, and the Golden Knights have been largely really good at that so far this season. But – uh, beyond that, uh, to drop consecutive games for the first time, 17 games in, like that, that's still the markings of a really good team. Now, you don't want it to continue to go in the wrong direction. So I would imagine that Bruce Cassidy will have some tweaks, some changes for the Golden Knights when they take on Arizona on Thursday. 702-876-1340, it's your post-game show. I want to hear from you tonight on a disappointing loss from the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Brad. Hey, Brad, how you doing? Hey, Ryan, how are you guys doing? I'm um, good. This was a game they should have won, and it almost seems like they watched yesterday's game. 
not too far from T-Mobile, and so they may, the Raiders should have won and lost. But it, it, it was it was a game they should have won. Can you talk more about uh, from this morning your goats and the birth of your goats and how you have goats in Las Vegas? Yeah, I, um, you know, it's I'm I'm a little bit outside the city, so um, okay, yeah, so that's that's really it. I I don't know. I I've I've got an acre. I I enjoy okay. uh, a quieter life when I'm not here uh, in the city doing this gig. So uh, that's just kind of how it goes. Is that in your background to raise farm animals, or is it just something that you wanted to do with your kids in before them? I just found it fascinating when you said that this morning. Yeah, you know what, Brad? Thank you for the call. Um, I, it's it's not something that I have a history in, but it is something that uh, that I, I feel like is just kind of a, a good thing for the kids as they grow up. And self sufficiency is a positive thing in my mind. So we we try to do that as best we can. Thanks for the call, Brad. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Tony. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Hey, good evening. Uh, I, I think we fall back into bad habits with uh, puck management. Uh, we, we don't make the crisp, clean passes that we need to make, mm-hmm. especially on the uh, on the power play. If you watched, uh, really watching the Sharks on their penalty kill, you see how they forced everything out to the boards, and they were they were daring them to, to make the, the passes across the ice, and uh, and we weren't doing that, and then. Also, that uh, a, a lot of times we, we take that extra pass or two uh, coming into the zone instead of just you know bringing it to the net. That's you know that's one of the game thing about uh, Carrier's game and uh, Stevenson's game of late up that I, I really like is that they both attack the net first uh, and then look for trailers behind them to to get a shot. And I, I didn't see a whole lot of that tonight. Yeah, so your commentary on the puck management, do you feel like that was over the course of 60 minutes or was it in one period particularly? I think, like you said, we came out really strong in that first period. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I think in the second and especially in the third, uh, we, we it's puck management. It's, 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 you know, throwing the puck somewhere where you think someone's supposed to be and they're not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, especially down in our in a defensive zone, you're 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 not, you know, you're not securing that puck and bringing it up and out before you you know before you make the pass. Yeah, you know what, Tony? Uh, thank you for the call. I I didn't really have much of an issue with the Golden Knights puck management through 40 minutes. I thought they were fine. Second period, there were a couple of moments where they just weren't able to break out cleanly, and, and sometimes that happens over the course of a game. Uh, but third period, the Golden Knights puck management wasn't where it needed to be. They, they There were too many uncharacteristic, unforced errors for the Vegas Golden Knights, not clearing pucks when they had them, uh, kind of abandoning structure at, at, at pivotal times. You saw it on the second goal for the San Jose Sharks, and, and because of that, the Golden Knights were, were unable to get points out of this game and unable to find a win. So it's back to the drawing board and, and figuring out a way to, to manage the puck to your identity uh, over the course of 60 minutes. 702-876-1340 is the number. It's your post-game show. I want to hear from you after a disappointing loss for the Vegas Golden Knights. We're back with more on the extended post-game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights post-game show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended post-game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall to the San Jose Sharks, 5-2, the final score in this one. 
couple of empty net goals make it look a little bit worse than it actually was for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. It's your post-game show. Uh, I'm throwing out the gauntlet. If you've never called into the show, if you've been on the fence about calling into the show, I want to hear from you right now. I want to hear from you right now because for the first time this season, the Golden Knights have dropped consecutive games. Losing to San Jose, it always holds a little bit of extra weight here uh, in Vegas. Does this two-game stretch change your opinion of the Golden Knights? Like, Mike has me thinking, eh, panic button, I don't think so. Even if you don't have the favorable result against Arizona, I I still don't think it's panic button situation or or time or anything like that. But I do want to know if if your opinion is starting to move in one direction or another based on the fact that the Golden Knights have dropped two games. Because to me, I, I I, I don't know that I look at this as as really a bad thing for the Golden Knights. And, and let me try to explain what, why I say that. There are going to be periods of time over the course of 82 games where you're just not going to be able to find wins. It's just not going to happen for you. It can happen against really good teams. It can happen against teams that you should beat on a consistent basis. It's just the way that it is when it comes to hockey. Sometimes it happens. Now, what you learn in those moments becomes incredibly valuable, not just in this moment, but as you get deeper and deeper into the season and specifically in the playoffs. So adversity is not a bad thing. Of course you want a better outcome. Of course you want a better game top to bottom from the Golden Knights, especially against San Jose. But I think you learn something in this process, and that's invaluable to a first-year coach with the Golden Knights in Bruce Cassidy. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Raul. How you doing? Hey, Ryan, how are you? I'm good. So uh, I was at the game, and uh, uh, they put Marshy up on the big uh, big screen, and somebody said between the first and second period where he mentioned that uh, he thought that obviously the Knights do have uh, another gear, and uh, they thought they were a better team. And um, I didn't see that today. Uh, and I, I look, last year we lost a lot of points uh, where, where I think Vegas was what was the better team. Um any fear of that creeping back in this season? I don't know what your thoughts are on that. What what aspects were you looking at in the game tonight where you didn't think Vegas had stretches where they were the better team? Um, it's just uh, I guess to start to start the second period, I'm back in mm-hmm. uh, pretty early, and then uh, um, the the penalty. I think it just. Uh, San Jose's uh, PK, I think they got a lot of energy off that and mm-hmm. uh, just us not being able to move the puck. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't like the first 10 or 12 minutes of the second period for the Golden Knights, especially coming off of uh, the way that the, the St. Louis game, in which the Blues really hemmed the Golden Knights in in the second period and took control of the game. But even in that second period, like the Golden Knights did not give up too much defensively. They didn't really give... San Jose a lot of quality chances so like I'll live with a period like that and thanks for the call Raul where the Golden Knights are leaning on what they do and what they should be doing best and that's their defensive structure I I thought the second period yeah the Sharks had more zone time yes they threw more pucks on net but it, it wasn't a ton of dangerous offensive chances the third period to me was the period where the San Jose Sharks were were clearly 
creating more than the Vegas Golden Knights. There were breakdowns, and I think a lot of what Vegas did to the, did in that third period uh, in terms of stemming the tide and, and pushing San Jose in the right direction was self-inflicted by Vegas. Uh, the second goal of the game for, for San Jose, there's a, a calamity of, of things that happen on that goal where the Golden Knights just aren't where they need to be and aren't doing the things they need to be doing. Um, but then from that point forward, I, I thought San Jose did a really good job of kind of controlling play, getting to the middle of the ice with much more regularity than they did through the first 40 minutes. And, you know, for a Golden Knights team that, that is going to be looking to win based on how they defend, uh, this was not the game that you were hoping for and not the third period that you were hoping for. And it was echoed in Bruce Cassidy's commentary after the game. He's unhappy with this one because he feels the team should be 14-3 and three right now. He feels taking a lead into the third period, if you're a great team in this league, you're going to find a way to close that one out. And for the Golden Knights, uh, having an opportunity, having a lead in the third period, that should be automatic. And I think it's frustrating that it's, it's not there yet. But again, remember, we're talking about a new system. We're talking about a new coach. These things take time to get ironed out. I think the Golden Knights are going to get there, but these are some of the hiccups that we expected to see maybe earlier on in the season, showing themselves a little bit later than maybe we expected. We'll be back with more on the Extended Post Game Show. Okay, uh, Peter, we actually got uh, another call. Peter, how you doing? Uh, I'm good, I'm good. I was at the game. Uh, I'm going to answer your question first. It does, this does not change my opinion of them at all. Uh-huh. Um, I they paid, They played a great first period. I actually think, ironically, the game was kind of lost in the first period because we made a lot of great plays in the first period and didn't have, mm-hmm. you know, at least maybe one other goal or two to show for it. Um, so, you know, if you get one other goal in that first period, then you have all other things being equal. You have maybe, more, you know, a tied game that maybe would have went into overtime. But all the other points you made, the... Uh, second period was iffy, and there were some unfortunate just uh, mistakes, missed passes that that made the difference for them in the third period of, of not being able to catch up. But it doesn't change my opinion. Um, I didn't take the survey. I feel there's a rivalry from a fan's point of view just because, uh, you know, we remember the trauma from those playoff games a couple years ago. Yeah. And we, we all remember that. So, yeah, they're kind of our rivals. The, the, the players might not feel the same way. Um, but they're a great team. We played well. I'm proud of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate losing. Mm-hmm. I hate it. <laughs> you know, it feels bad. But I think the game was lost in the first period. You know what, Peter? I, I don't. I don't disagree with you, and thank you for the call. I, I, I've talked about it a couple of times here. Um, Triple A Insurance Post Game Show, Extended Post Game Show. The Golden Knights had three or four really, really good looks in that first period, and if if they bury one or two of them, you know, you, you put San Jose behind the eight ball, two, three, nothing going into the second period. I think that this one's kind of a formality at that point. It really is, and you know, when you're winning and you're on your win streak. It's pretty simple, right? Like 
those pucks go in. Those opportunities find a way to hit the back of the net. And right now for the Golden Knights, uh, who are you know in the midst of a quote losing streak for the first time, 17 games into the season, uh, you're you're not getting the bounces that you were getting on that on that nine game win streak. So right now it's about finding a way to get back there, and it starts with hard work, 60 minute efforts, and and really doubling down on what the identity is of this Golden Knights team, and that's defensive structure and being hard to play against. And I think it was a little bit too easy in the middle of the ice for San Jose in the third period. They took advantage of it. You got to give them credit, but the Golden Knights can certainly be better than they were. Uh, in the third period as you look ahead to the game on Thursday against Arizona. We'll take a break. We come back with more on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Wrapping it up here, the Golden Knights fall to the San Jose Sharks 5-2 to the final score. Vegas drops consecutive games. For the first time this season, game at number 17 on the year. Vegas 13-4-0, 26 points on the year. Next in action on Thursday, 7 o'clock against the Arizona Coyotes. And there's a lot of directions you can kind of go with this game, a lot of uh, different ways you can slice it. But, you know, for me, I think that the Golden Knights had plenty of opportunities to turn this game into a no-doubter in the first period unable to bury their chances. And that really is a combination of good defensive sticks from the San Jose Sharks, not getting the bounces to go your way, and a couple of big-time saves from James Reimer. When you're in the midst of a win streak, those pucks seem to fall for you. When things are going the opposite direction as they are right now for the Golden Knights, even though it's just two losses in a row, um, they just don't fall. And and every single... every single chance is a little bit more magnified and you start to, to go coulda, woulda, shoulda on certain types of plays. Uh, second period uh, was really about the San Jose Sharks kind of pushing back early on. I thought the Golden Knights did a good job stemming the tide and getting themselves back into the game in the second period, going into the third with a lead. Uh, but for the Golden Knights, I, I think the challenge and, and really what they're going to have to grow into over the course of the season is when they're playing to their identity and they're playing their game, a lead in the third period is automatic. And it's going to take time. There will be growing pains in that. But I think if the Golden Knights can continue to push and grow within themselves, within the structure, and within what Bruce Cassidy wants them to do, uh, there will be moments throughout this season where you look at the Golden Knights, a lead in the third period, it's automatic. So that's really what you're aiming to do. That's the direction you're trying to to be, uh, to, to be heading towards striving for. So for the Golden Knights, it's back to the drawing board on Thursday against Arizona. Thanks to Jed Donaldson down here making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post-game show. It's not as much fun without your opinions, your insight, your input. So keep the calls coming win or loss all season long. Until Thursday, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.